Welcome to the Words Matter podcast. I'm Esma, a mother, daughter, wife, journalist, and writer. But mostly, I'm simply a human being trying to find herself in this vast world. In this podcast, I will be sharing with you one word of the week that has made me think about its impact in our life and how it changes us. So come join me as I dive into emotions and thoughts that take us from the struggles we face into becoming thriving human beings. Hello, and here is another episode of Words Matter. The word for this week is forgiveness. I chose this word because I've always had a soft side for forgiveness, because I feel like it makes the anger go away. It sort of calms the nerves and lifts up the curtain of rage and reveals the logic behind all the chaos. Like a door, you open into peace and solitude and quietness of your mind. And lately, I've been feeling a lot of anger, sometimes even rage, for so many things in my life. I hold myself, but I feel it intensely. One evening, after my kids had gone to bed, I sat there by the window looking out and thinking, how can I rid myself of this rage that consumes me so much? And I decided to do what I do best, read and write. Words on paper, using pen, always makes me feel calmer which is why the new episode came out. I sat there thinking, what can I write about? And then I thought, forgiveness, that's what I need. But first, as usual, the literal meaning. So the Oxford Dictionary describes forgiveness as to forgive is to no longer feel angry about or wish to punish an offense, a flaw, a mistake. So basically, it means that you bring down those walls around you that you've built as a result of being offended or someone having done something to hurt you like a mistake. Walls, I said. Yes, we all have walls around us. Some of these walls we build on our own, others... Just time eventually builds for us. We let time build eventually for us. And how do we do this? It's mostly through the pains. The loves we've lost, dreams we've given up, hopes we've let go, all add on to the bricks that we lay one on top of each other to build those walls. And with each brick, we hold on to everything just unable to forgive and unable to let go even the small things to the biggest things and in the end the wall is so high up we can't even see beyond it let alone let someone in to support us to heal us to help us so how do we do it then how do we forgive and bring down those walls it's not easy It's not easy to let go of anger, even if it's residual. For the most part, you can think, you know what? I can still hold on to just just this much of the anger, just the crumb. That's fine. 
I don't, I don't have to forgive them entirely. I don't have to let go. But the problem with that is that as long as you do, as long as you do hold on to even that crumble or to the rage itself, there's no room for forgiveness. Forgiveness cannot enter through the door. And when it cannot anger, when it can, excuse me, when it cannot enter through the door, then you just have, have that rage constantly. Forgiveness and anger are like cousins. They can coexist together for a few days during the holidays, but then they are really, really happy to be apart for a long time until the next holiday. So, what are the things that we can do? Well, the first step is tell yourself to do it. Just do it. However big or small it may be, tell yourself to let go of the anger. Try to understand where that person made the mistake or where that person offended you or why. And if you can understand that, it's so much easier. But if you cannot, the best way sometimes is, and I'm not saying you should do this, I'm just saying sometimes the best way is to say, it is what it is, and just move on. Another step to finally forgiving is to look at whatever you need to forgive as an experience, as something you learn from life itself. Oprah Winfrey says, true forgiveness is when you say thank you for that experience. Being able to say this, being able to say thank you, I have taken what I needed to take from this and now I am letting go of the anger and letting in forgiveness and holding on to whatever I have lived through that anger as an experience. Being able to say this needs a mature mind and a perspective not limited to the emotions of the body. Of course, you need to let your emotions run through you. You have to experience emotions. This includes anger. But you also need to be able to open the spectrum and look at whatever is the cause for your anger as an experience and not something that is a could have, would have, should have moment. Don't get lost in those. Just look at it, say, I've learned and move on. It is what it is. Experiences is what allows us to grow, to let go, to move on, to mature being able to look at whatever needs your forgiveness as an experience allows you to look forward to the future. Yes, you should definitely, definitely learn from the past, but you should always be able to look ahead because the past is not going to bring you anything. It's in the past, whereas the future might be holding so many opportunities, you know, after a painful period, whether it's a breakup, a grief, a loss, a heartbreak, betrayal, disappointment, we usually get stuck 
in those moments, in those past moments and think about what we should have done or what could have been or what the person was supposed to do or what you must have done, that we lose perspective. We lose sight into what is waiting for us in front, the opportunities that we can seize. So letting go of anger and taking it as an experience will allow you to look into the future. It will liberate your mind. Yes, heartbreak, loss, disappointment, and these emotions that we might experience, sometimes a few, sometimes a couple, sometimes just once, you never know in your lifetime. It doesn't matter the number of times we have these emotions. What matters is each time these leave a mark on us. And we can choose to take that mark and transform it into an experience through forgiveness or you can choose to hold on to it and let it dictate your life, turning life into so, so many challenges that you feel miserable and you, ha- you start to have these thoughts of failure and don't like anything in your life anymore, which ultimately leads to bigger problems. So try to let go. Try to see the anger as an experience so that it leaves you and makes way for forgiveness. Another step to forgive can be to look at forgiveness as a way to liberation, which I, which I just mentioned. The freedom of pain and what's holding you back, being free from it, like a bird flying away with no worries, not being able to let go, seeking a tit-for-tat moment, These only bring momentary pleasures and these momentary pleasures will definitely not transform any of your moments into memories. They will just come and go very quickly and you will never remember them. Unlike carpe diem moments where you seize opportunities and and you are happy to live them. Khalil Gibran says, an eye for an eye and the whole world would be blind. He's right. Acting out of rage, holding on to your anger, and trying to live like that with friends and family and colleagues, that would only result in you wanting to do things that were done to you that made you angry. What is that if it's not tit for tat? Allowing carpe diem, the living of the moment philosophy, allows you to forgive. Whereas an eye for an eye paves the way for vanity and holding on to grudge. And everyone knows that holding a grudge is not only bad for your skin, but also it it makes your heart turn dark and you feel trapped and your mind does not expand. Accepting forgiveness as the pathway to liberation is like walking the yellow brick road, so to speak. It may be challenging, it may be full of obstacles, but it allows you to make friends like the scarecrow and the tin man and the lion. And in the end, you finally do reach home. You do finally get rid of that anger and, and you are able to forgive. The freedom and peace that comes with forgiveness 
is like home sweet home, Dorothy. The peace of mind, the solitude of the heart, and the lightness of the soul is like Dorothy waking up in her bed after the adventure she had in the world that she went to. And finally, another step is to tell yourself that forgiving makes you stronger. Forgiveness is not an attribute of weakness. It is something that strong people can do because it requires a mature mind and an open perspective. It requires you to put aside your emotions and look into what needs your forgiveness. Look into the reason in a way that you can say, I understand why you did that. It upsets me, but I understand. And now I'm choosing to let go. You may think that the heartbreak has broken you, the heartache is unbearable, the pain is never-ending. And this happens because you're just unable to forgive. And this makes you feel like you're vulnerable, maybe at times just too weak. You don't even want to get out of bed. You just want to lie there the whole day. And you feel loneliness creeping into you. And that loneliness, that feeling of loneliness will make you feel unworthy and unappreciated and not wanted. And then you start to think, how could I have let this happen? Or what was so wrong with me? Or even, this is my fault, I must have done something wrong. And all this is because you haven't been able to forgive yet. You haven't been able to feel that liberation, that freedom of forgiveness. But once you can... Once you can let go and see forgiveness as an attribute of the strong rather than the weak, you will start to feel the strength within you grow. You will, f you will want to go out more, experience new things, discover new tastes, meet people, become social, see new places, have a normal social life. Maybe you might start doing better at your job and have stronger relationships with family and friends and do well at school. Muhammad Gandhi says, The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. Forgiving the heartache, pain, rage, heartbreak, or whatever it is that needs your forgiveness will sparkle the strength in you let you start to see that you can actually move beyond this and start all over again, like a phoenix rising from its ashes. It's always a beautiful sight when you read it in books. It's amazing. You'll start to feel that freshness of life and the fun in living and the value that each breath you take has. And you'll become stronger to deal with any challenges you face. And you'll start to appreciate life even more. You'll start to see more beautiful things. Forgiveness eliminates rage and makes you see life in a lighter shade. And how has this word impacted my life? Well, recently I've learned that I have this very deeply rooted anger towards myself that I cannot seem to let go. I've tried therapy, exercise, meditation, distraction, ignoring, crying, embracing. I thought I tried everything, and I mean everything, and none of them has worked. 
I didn't know what to do. I felt the rage consume me. It was ruining my relationships and everything. And I knew that I had to get it out of my... I just had to. Not just for the sake of my kids, but just for the sake of myself, for my sanity. Nobody lives twice. So I sat down and thought, what is it that makes me who I am? First of all, who am I? Am I this grumpy person who is always angry? No. I have never described myself that way. I do feel anger, sometimes rage, but I have never felt like I am this I have this angry quality of me as a characteristic. So what brings peace of mind to me and light to my heart? To be honest, I had to be very transparent with myself, with no shame and guilt. I had to sit there and think about all the moments that I have felt guilty and shameful and all the moments I felt angry. And I thought, what did I do afterwards? Maybe right after or a few days after, a few years after. That made me feel like I have finally let go of that. And I came with the answer writing but not just any kind of writing writing with no boundaries taking a pen and paper and writing down every single word to this full stop that has made me angry with complete honesty with complete transparency looking at the world as though it has no limitations, having a spectrum so wide that I could see all the colors. And that made me feel like I have a heart so big that I could embrace everyone and everything, however hard or wrong it is, or however offended I may be, however in anger and rage I may be towards myself. Because being able to embrace everyone includes me. Everyone is, I'm, I'm included in that category, everyone. As soon as I started writing, I felt so much better. With each letter, I felt like small droplets of the anger slowly just disappearing from inside me, making room. So... My thoughts, emotions, realizations, observations, my most inner confessions, my most shameful thoughts and moments where I felt most guilty and ashamed, instances where I was extremely happy, things I sacrificed, things I kept, things I resented, everything just spilled out. And the more I wrote, like I said, the lighter I felt. I have to admit, though, I haven't quite achieved it. I still feel that anger in me. But I do feel like I am getting there. Yeah, sometimes I feel like falling into something though. A place where I don't believe in myself because I'm guilty for whatever. I feel the need for someone to just come and detach that feeling from me and let me fall into them. Sometimes I feel like I need like an alcove, a hiding place. So I could stay there and lick my wounds, so to speak. And whenever I feel this, 
I end up diving deep into why. The deeper I search, the more I come to realize is I am still unable to forgive myself and love myself the way I deserve. So once again, I turn to do the thing that makes me who I am. Writing. Through that, through this writing exercise, in order to get rid of my rage, I've learned that having the strength to face life as it comes is one of the moments that we live for. It's something that that we must always seize. We must always make true. But in order to do that, we need to forgive. We need to let go. And more importantly, we need to move on. Life is too short for anyone. So that's me. Think about what makes you who you are. When do you feel exactly who you are? And what are you doing at that moment? And maybe you can use that to let go and forgive and move on. It worked for me. Sometimes it takes longer, like it is like it is taking for me. Sometimes it might take shorter. I'm hoping it'll take shorter for you. Doesn't matter how long or short. The important thing is that it happens. That rage exits you. And once forgiveness enters through the door, your peace of mind will follow. And then your light-weighted heart will be right behind it. And before you know it, you will have lived a life worthy of the time that was given to you. Yes, forgiveness has a deep impact in our life. Deeper than we may know or want, actually. But it's yet another emotion that we need. And after all, everything is for us, isn't it? The human race. Thank you for listening to me today. Words matter because they have an impact in our life, literally and figuratively. I hope you've found something in this week's podcast on what the word means for you, how it matters in your life, and how it has changed you. Thank you for listening, and until next time, take care.